Reporting for KBUT, I'm Chad Rich. The Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment released a report titled Heroin in Colorado. To learn more about the phenomenon of opioid and heroin abuse, as well as enforcement of the drugs, I spoke with Tom Gorman, director of the Rocky Mountain High Intensity Drug Trafficking Area. The agency is a component of the White House's National Drug Control Strategy and handles cases in the Intermountain West. Their goal is to reduce drug trafficking and related crime and violence. Tom joined me on the phone. Tom, could you paint us a picture of heroin use in Colorado? Sure, Chad. What, what we're seeing in, in Colorado over the last four or five years is an emerging trend uh, toward heroin, which we didn't have before. Now, I just want to emphasize we're not in the crisis mode yet that we see back east, and, and that's why we're uh, attacking the problem now to try to keep us from having that happen. But, yes, we're having all the data that we look at is showing that we have an emerging trend of more heroin use in the state of Colorado. Who are the users? Is it a street drug? Is it at, you know, exclusive parties? Who's using heroin in Colorado? You know, that's a, a great question. And at one time, you know, if you look way back, you'd always kind of profile a heroin addict as being a, a street person, uh, somebody that's in, engaged in in uh, maybe prostitution or pimping and that type of stuff. And if you look at the profile of a user now, it hits every aspect of society, the business people, college kids, people you'd never suspect would ever be injecting heroin in their veins. Uh, so you can't just say it's one demographic that goes through a, a spread of demographics. Prescription painkillers like OxyContin have played a role in introducing people to opioids. Um, but it says in the report that using OxyContin played a role in 70% of heroin users' decisions to try heroin, and nationwide reports say a lot of the same thing. So why aren't people sticking with prescriptions? Why are they switching to heroin? Why is heroin going through a boom? I I think, and that's another good question, I think the the main reason is is that heroin is cheaper. Uh, Oxycontin uh, you know, you talk about a dollar a milligram. So if you take an ox, a 40 milligram Oxycontin, you're talking about $40. Where if you take a, a hit of heroin, you, you're paying less than that. And, and as we, our appetite for a particular drug grows, then the cartels in Mexico, where most of it comes from, will supply whatever whatever we're we're demanding, and the demand for heroin now because of the number of people that got strung out, what we call strung out or addicted to the prescription drugs, uh, it's very expensive, and so heroin is now more available and cheaper. Do we have any way of knowing whether people would prefer to go back to prescriptions, or do they prefer heroin? You know what? I've never asked that question. Uh, I suspect, and I've heard that people would go back to prescriptions. If that's the case, there's probably two reasons. One is because it's pure medicine and you're not going to be as concerned with maybe overdosing. And two is there's less stigma attached to that than heroin use. But if you want to talk about getting that higher or, or whatever, then heroin use injecting your veins would be a, a much preferred method if, if you're also looking for that, which a lot of them mentioned was a, a big thing to start them out with. 
If you're just joining us, I'm Chad Rich speaking with Tom Gorman, director of the Rocky Mountain High Intensity Drug Trafficking Area. Tom, one of the troubling finds from the report is that heroin-related deaths doubled from 2011 to 2015. That's significant. Is this statistic a function of overall use, the increasing amount of users, or do we think the same number of users maybe are using more? It's an increase in use. If you look at the availability, if you look about the seizures, everything that you look at data-wise would indicate you more and more people are using heroin. When you look about the people that went into uh, going into treatment, that's more than double over a short period of time. So all the trends would indicate there's more and more people using heroin. So many of them got strung out on, on prescription drugs and now are going to heroin. Well, aside from people breaking the law by using and possessing heroin and selling heroin, what other societal consequences are we experiencing? Well, you know, if you look at somebody that is addicted to heroin, uh, that person is a victim of that drug. I mean, that drug becomes their almighty God, everything they want. But it's not just that person. It's their family. It's their friends. If you look at the, the survey, a lot of people are introduced to heroin by friends and family members. So you have that aspect. It's not when something becomes that important to you, whether it's heroin or alcohol, whatever, uh, you have a tendency to drop out. You're not as motivated. So all the detrimental effects of this are affecting society. And then, of course, it costs money. you got to get the money somewhere. So a lot of people are involved in criminal activity. So it has a tremendous impact on society. If you're just joining us, I'm Chad Rich speaking with Tom Gorman, director of the Rocky Mountain High Intensity Drug Trafficking Area. What are some ways that various agencies are trying to reverse the increased use in heroin? Well, you know, we have, in our drug policy, we have three aspects, prevention, law enforcement, and treatment. And what we're trying to do is bring all three disciplines together to come up with the best solutions we can come up with together, even though we're different in some regards, and work together. For instance, law enforcement and treatment, we see the person that's addicted to drugs, uh, and a lot of times we either see them through the criminal justice system or incidental we need to figure out how can we get them into treatment? How can we help get them into treatment? Uh, and then uh, overall, how do we prevent this? How do we increase the price? How do we reduce availability? Uh, and how do we make treatment successful, more successful than it is? And how do we have enough beds for the people that need help? And how can we get them immediate help? Not say, I know you want help, but it's going to be three weeks. That's too late. You need to get them in right now. So we're looking at all that and saying, how can we do a better job so that we don't become uh, West Virginia or an East Coast? And, and we can say we have been the model for the rest of the country of how to do this together. Is heroin the biggest problem with drug enforcement and trafficking right now? How does it compare to methamphetamine? You know, I still think meth, according to our uh, drug task forces, meth is still the major problem. Uh, heroin is an emerging problem, but meth is still the number one problem. What does it take to go into crisis mode? You mentioned earlier that the heroin epidemic or phenomenon is not yet in crisis mode. What does it take to trigger a crisis? You know, that, 
Yeah, that's a good question, John. I don't know. I, I, I just look at <laughs> back east and I see these people are dying left and right. They're uh, it, it's just cons- consumed uh, everybody, and we're not quite there yet. But if my son or daughter was one of the people that died from an overdose, that'd be a crisis mode for me. So, uh, you know, maybe that wasn't a good good term to use, but uh, it's a crisis for the individuals involved in it. Their overall impact on society is not as bad as it is back east, and we want to keep that from happening. Thanks for joining us in talking about heroin use in Colorado today, Tom. My pleasure. Director of the Rocky Mountain High Intensity Drug Trafficking Area, Tom Gorman, who joined us on the phone to talk about heroin and opioid use in Colorado. Our talk comes on the heels of a release of the report titled Heroin in Colorado by the State Department of Public Health and Environment. For KBUT, I'm Chad Rich.